Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Now my first guest illustrates that it's never too late to chase your dreams. The writer, performer and sex and dating author of Never Sleep Alone joins us now from New York and she goes by the name of Dr. Alex Schiller. Alex, good morning and thank you so much for joining us on this very special edition of Business Matters. Well, good morning, Mr. Fitzpatrick. And thank you for having me on for International Women's Day. I am very honoured. <laughs> Alex, you've had quite a career, I have to say. So maybe take us behind the curtain. Yeah, so um, I, you know, since I was three years old and I saw Annie at the Showboat Dinner Theatre, I wanted to be an actress. I wanted to be on stage. I wanted to be singing and dancing and performing for people. So when I turned 22 years old, I moved from Odessa, Florida to New York City, got a job as a singing waitress at Ellen Stardust Diner in Times Square. And, you know, back then it was a ritual back in 2002. Every Wednesday, the backstage newspaper came out. We'd buy it. Me and my fellow waiters would look at the auditions for the week. And one week there was an audition for understood it was a comedy show. And if you bring five people, you can get on stage and do 10 minutes. And my friend said, you're the funniest person we know. You were doing this this Friday. Just like, yeah, right. So I wrote something, went I think it was a seven o'clock show. The owner happened to be there. It was extreme luck. And he said to me, come back, host the 11 o'clock show tonight. I'll give you 20 bucks, which, you know, is kind of unheard of in comedy. That's kind of how it started. And then uh, I was working in that realm, realized pretty quickly how much these producers were getting made to, were getting paid to put on shows where most of the audience was my people. They had to sit through six other crappy comics just to see me do 10 minutes and I said well what if I just started doing my own shows and I became the producer director and writer of my own shows and I just started making shows um did some by myself did some with my best friend two-man shows but we were the producers we were controlling it all we were dealing directly with the venue around 2007 I kept noticing you know people in New York City going out wanting to make connections and not knowing how you know, like you just see people, they want to talk to each other, but they just don't know how to approach each other. So what they usually do is get very, very drunk, spend a lot of money, maybe by the end of the night, you know, work up the chutzpah to talk to who they want to talk to. And by that time, they're too drunk or that person found someone else. So I thought, you know, what if I could create something that speeds up those interactions? So that was the inspiration for an interactive musical comedy show in New York called Never Sleep Alone. Yeah, and we started Never Sleep Alone. I guess it really started the first big show at Joe's Pub at the Public Theater, uh, which is a great uh, intimate venue here. That was December of 2011. And from the first show, it kind of became a sensation. It's a party. And if you sit in a certain section, you got cheaper tickets, you got free champagne when you walked in the door. But the agreement is you have to do whatever Dr. Alex tells you to. So throughout the show, Never Sleep Alone, I have 22 people who come up on stage. And in the New York version of the show, they're all single. So you are on stage with a complete stranger, going on a date with a complete stranger in front of a whole audience, or playing a game with a complete stranger. And oftentimes, it just turns into a spontaneous makeout with a complete stranger. And then we go through the principles of my best-selling book, Never Sleep Alone, and then after that, there's an after party where you can practice everything you learned at the show. 
I want to talk to you next about the book deal. So you started this as a stage show, but then it quickly turned into a book. How did that come about? So basically what I did is I created my own reality, kind of fake it till you make it. So, you know, I'm Dr. Alex Schiller and I never sleep alone unless I want to. And I'm going to teach you the nine principles from my best-selling book, Never Sleep Alone. And I just got up on stage and said it and acted like a best-selling author who had this book. There's a power presentation that went along with the book. In the beginning, it was supposed to be satire. In my mind, I was doing a satire of a sex and dating seminar. But people would come up and say, this is really good advice. Where can I buy the book? Where can I buy the book? And I didn't have a book. And then one night, publisher from Simon & Schuster came, or actually a managing editor, fabulous editor named Trish Butchkowski, and she said, do you have enough for a book? Without the lights, without the alcohol, without all the theatrical trappings, do you have enough? And I said, oh yeah, I have enough. And she said, we're going to make a book. Another pivotal moment for Never Sleep Alone, of course, was when a scout on behalf of Virgin Voyages came along to see the show. Yes, that was really wonderful. When Virgin was launching their new cruise brand, Virgin, they really wanted to create an entertainment program, not like you'd see on a traditional cruise ship, but more like you'd see in New York or London, you know, very exciting, dynamic entertainment. And so they were looking for kind of an edgier show, and they saw Never Sleep Alone, and they said, you know, is this something you would be willing to bring on the ship and kind of adapt for us and for our audience? And I said, absolutely. But then another situation came. I have always been the only one doing the Never Sleep Alone seminar, leading it. You know, I have a live band and audience members part of the performance, but I always led the seminar. And they said, think someone else could lead the seminar because, you know, I can't be on two ships at one time. And I also can't stay away from New York too long. And I said, sure, sure, absolutely. Again, fake it till you make it. I didn't know. I wasn't sure. Later, five different incredible female powerhouse performers And Alex, the last time we were speaking, you told me that you have an interest in bringing this show to the UK. What are your plans in that regard? I very much do because, you know, working with Virgin Voyages, when we launch both ships, our inaugural season, we're, you know, I'd say probably 90% passengers from the UK. So it was my first time performing for a predominantly UK audience. They really connected to the material. They really said, you know what, this is exactly what we need in the UK you know, to get people kind of over their inhibitions and having fun and connecting. And so I've started to do some research into some venues that I think would be good for the show in London, in Dublin, and I want to be there more. You people are witty, you're charming, you're elegant. I very, very much want to bring NSA. And of course, we're celebrating International Women's Day and the programme today. What does it mean to you? You know, International Women's Day is a day where we as women can say, oh my God, take the time to reflect all the things that we have done in our lives, all the things that we've done as individuals, but all the things that women have collectively done to be where we are today. And there's still more work to do, but we have come so, so far. And I'm really happy that there is one day that recognizes that internationally, a day that the world can celebrate women and a day that women as individuals can celebrate themselves reflect on how they come, celebrate their fellow women. And hell, we need more than one day. We can make every day International Women's Day. The theme for this year's International Women's Day is embrace equity. So what do we need to do as a society to achieve that? I think that 
everybody needs to educate themselves on what equity really means. You know what I mean? And understand that equity isn't a threat and it's not an annoyance. It's a necessary evolution that we need to have in our society. And part of that is admitting that it's not where it should be yet and working together to figure out how to make it there. You know, how can we include groups of people that were traditionally not included? How can we educate people that didn't have those opportunities to be educated? How can we include them? How can we start giving people more opportunities and paying people what they're worth? You know, that is only going to make our society better. For those women listening this morning that would love to pursue a career in show business, what advice have you got for them? A couple of pieces of advice. One, it is never too late to start. I was published for the first time at 35 years old, and now I'm 42, and the last seven years of my life have been absolutely incredible. I started Never Sleep Alone on stage in 2011. I was 31 years old, which people would say was late in life, you know, and I just kept working and kept doing it. And I was a waitress until I was 38 years old, you know, and then everything just kind of turned around. And it seems like it was in a blink of an eye, but it was really just working steadily, always working. And that's the key. You can never stop working, no matter what. It's never going to be, all right, I can sit back now. You know, you just always work towards your passion. Identify your passion and work towards it. Know what that is. Articulate your desire and just work every day to fulfill your own desires. Create your own reality. Decide what does my fantasy life look like and just Start creating a world around you that matches up with that. And the other thing is know your own worth. So this is something, this is just pure business advice that I wish I would have known. You know, when I entered into these bigger negotiations early in my career, either with a venue or a producing partner, or, you know, just any kind of acting job, don't take the first offer. Do not, you know, I would always take it because I was afraid that the deal would walk away. And when I started working with a manager, he said, no, 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 ask for double. And then you might settle in the middle. And, you know, he's absolutely right. Do not be afraid to ask for more. Most likely, you will get more than their first offer. So don't be afraid to ask for more. And I think a good rule of thumb is ask for double. Just ask for double of what they were offering. And then, you know, just say, this is what I'd like. Tell me what you can do. Alex, as the author of Never Sleep Alone, it would be a crying shame not to ask you for advice for single women listening to this morning's programme. I think my biggest advice for single women, but also just all single people, anybody out there who wants to make a connection, you know, is to realise a lot of us have spent our lives, have been taught to sort of chase this Disney fairy tale, right? You know, this one perfect fairy tale. And now what's happened is we're living in this Tinder reality. And I think we need to find a middle ground. We need to realize the Disney fairy tale is unrealistic. The Tinder reality is gross. What you need to do is you need to craft your own fairy tale for your life. You need to write your own life story, which you are fully capable of doing. And it's a story that everybody is going to want to inhabit with you and a story in which you will have as many happy endings as you want. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was the indomitable Dr. Alex Schiller. And for more information about Alex and Never Sleep Alone, visit NeverSleepAlone.com. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.